0: We stand together to strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. Scientists from multiple countries have overwhelmingly concluded that this coronavirus originated in wildlife. Conspiracy theories do nothing but create fear, rumors, and prejudice. Hello,
1: and thanks for joining us. My name is Ian Stroud.
0: And my name is David Malone. And this is Hyperland. I wanted to talk about COVID because uh, there was so much left out of the film we did for Channel 4. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's such a lot of it and it it really is so under my skin um, that... I just want to get it out there, but <laughs> I know I, I know I go on a rant about this. I, I know I do. You've told me before, so um, you'll just have to just tell me to shut up okay. when, when I when oh. I get because it just annoys me so much. Yeah, um, b- because I feel it's important. I don't feel that this is just tidying up some historical footnotes. I do feel that.
1: So when when but when you talk about conspiracy theories,
0: yeah, h-
1: whose conspiracy?
0: <laughs> well that's the thing right, that that quote was from the lancet letter the famous lancet letter where they say you know statement in support of scientists public health professionals and medical professions of china combating covid19 yeah and that along with the nature medicine proximal origins those two papers everybody yeah. now knows they said this is what science has decided and science has decided already just natural, natural, natural origin, zoonotic natural origin, origin. Yeah. and that right there and then they're labelling everybody who disagrees as a conspiracy theory. Okay, and that all we're doing <laughs> is creating fear, rumors, <laughs> and prejudice. And that has continued on, despite several years now, where the zoonotic brigade, yeah, to this day, have not produced one iota of actual evidence for the zoonotic origin of covid-19. All they've ever done is say in the past all novel diseases have na- had a natural origin, therefore this one must too. Okay. And I always feel like saying, you know, your investment can go down as well as up. <laughs> you know, just because well, ap- Apple shares have always gone up doesn't mean that they always will forever. Yes, I can see the, the yeah, taking- sorry. I get really really irritated. Uh, partly because I know the scientists on the other side. And they're not conspiracy theorists. They are some of the top scientists. No, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, I was going to say,
1: I can see you taking this very
0: personally, Dave. I am. (laughs) Well, the Channel 4
1: documentary, let's start there. All right. With the pieces that have been missed out. Okay, all right. I I mean, I understand making documentaries for TV programs, we're stuck in a 45-minute, 49-minute window. So...
0: All right. Can I just first of all say thanks to Louisa Compton? She was the commissioning editor of News and Current Affairs and Channel Four. You just did, and she 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 had no hesitation. Brilliant. Um, it, you know, I was waiting for someone to make this film. No one did, and I wrote a, a, a grumpy email saying, "Do you not want it?" And she said, Yeah, to do. Send yeah. it to me." Okay. She read it by you know in ten minutes. She said, "Yeah, do it." Great. And that doesn't happen often. So no, that's brave. Yes, yeah. I, I was really impressed, and thank you, Louisa. <laughs> um, okay. Come on then. <clears throat> okay, all right. In that film, get angry. <laughs> <laughs> what we left out were basically all the lies we were told, who to, who told them to us, yeah. and why, and all the half truths, and the way that a small group of scientists and all of their—I tried to be polite about it—basically not very good science journalists. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe they are good science journalists, but, but they're, they're toeing in the line. They're embedded. Yeah. Remember how science, you know, journalists were embedded with the army when we were fighting in Iraq. Uh, no, well, that's where but, the, that's where I first read the term "embedded journalists." They uh, had to be oh, with the army. Yeah, yes,
1: no, I do. And, yes, I and understand. It,
0: well, fine, you, you get to go to the front line, but the army is going to show you what it wants to show you. And, yeah. you and, and if you want to stay on the front line, you better not say anything rude about them. And this is what has happened to science journalists. Yeah. But
1: the other reason you didn't get a lot of this out, I imagine, um, having 35 years making documentaries, Mm. there's a a layer of lawyers that (laughs) would probably have been squirming all over the top of
0: this. Yeah, I mean, we were given the chief legal counsel of Channel 4, who is a very good lawyer, um, and his main concern was to make sure that we said nothing that could possibly rebound on channel 4. Yeah, and so course. lots of stuff that I thought was really robust. Yeah. No. Okay. can't have that in the film. Things which had even been you no know, he would say well how do we know this is true? Have the Chinese admitted it? Say, well, no, of course no, they haven't not admitted going it. To. <laughs> but but I said but you know the, the CIA has I know the CIA has looked at this and I also know that that the president's being advised on this. Yeah. Isn't that good enough? And he said, no. So so the film ended up, it took us the whole 40 whatever it is, minutes, whatever commercial hour is these days, just to lay down the basic science of why you should consider that a lab leak is a viable and open hypothesis. Yeah. And that's what my colleagues all said. They said, you've got to do that before you can get into this other stuff. Yeah. And, oh, and they were right. They yeah, were yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I know they were right. Yeah. But it, it's we left out all this other stuff. Um, I should say that there's been suppression, and I think it, I think one can actually use the word suppression, certainly kind of censorship, not just on the Chinese side, but on the Western side as well. Yeah, Quite a number of the scientists that um, uh, I spoke to, they had... Good, well-researched scientific papers turned down. Well, we're not publishing that. Anything that Mm -hmm. they submitted that was not going along with the natural origin, two things happened. They were either completely turned down, like Alina Chan had a really good paper, which I read, which was a rebuttal of one of the natural origin origin papers, just turned down out of hand. Petrovsky had a paper, a really good paper, and it was just held up in this sort of permanent spin of, oh, we need to have this reviewed. Oh, yes, the reviewers yeah. have suggested this change. Oh, we need to send it back out for reviewing. Held it up for 12 months. Oh, so God. they could never say, oh, we didn't turn it down. Yeah. If you make the contrast, which I did, I can feel myself getting heated again, I'm sorry. <laughs> On the Proximal Origins, yes. I, I actually... The, the, there's a there's a whole bunch of citations. You know, these are the papers they cite. You know, we, they make a statement, and then there's little one, two, three. Afterwards, these are the papers.
1: And, and this was in the early days when basically oh, is, it, it came from bats. Yeah, this That's is right we at the talking. beginning. These right.
0: are the two the two papers that essentially tried to control the narrative. Yeah. So I went and and contacted some of the authors of the papers that the proximal origin paper cites. Yeah. You know, where they're saying. Um, scientists have uh, know this is the fact. And then they would cite eight papers. And I went and talked to some of them. Yeah. And I talked to one in particular. And their paper was, it, they submitted it. Yeah. And it was accepted for publication in 36 hours. Right. Now you compare that to Petrovsky, it took it him 12 months. 12 months. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I talked to these authors. Just, let me get this one bit out and then mm-hmm. I'll shut up. Yeah. And I said, did your paper really support the zoonotic the natural origin because i read it and i thought mm, it doesn't really yeah. and they said no oh, okay. it it doesn't really point one way or the other and yet it's cited in the proximal origin as oh well, here you go scientific consensus So yes. it's like this and i went and talked to them and consensus. no it did yeah consensus
1: no i well i the thing i was going to say is that the lancet is oh, i don't want to call it the bible but i mean it's It's one of the top. It's one of the tops. So that's why it had such a huge effect, because... Well, this is what I was going to say. So who signed up for that?
0: Ah, well, yeah. The the Lancet letter was a whole bunch of people. So, you know, Charles Callison, Dennis Carroll, Rita Colwell, you know. And one of the things which bothered people was that nobody in that list declared any conflicts of interest. And more than half the people on that list Definitely had a conflict of interest, right? Peter Dashak, yeah. <laughs> they, they are all from one side of the argument. Am I going to have to beep every single name? No, no, none, none of them. Good. And and w- when we were making the film, we we contacted virtually all of them, yeah. and asked them to be in the film. Farah, we contacted him by my reckoning six times, and he was yeah. always too busy. Where's is? No, is it the Well London? Place? yeah Yeah, he's a welcome he's he's a busy man yeah but but our film was the only one that was broadcast in britain yeah you'd have thought he'd want to have a say or be involved or or feel that he had a duty to speak to the public it's not like we were just uh, some you know little tiny thing that was unimportant we were the film that was trying to Uh, explain no couldn't be bothered yeah so there was those two papers and as far as I'm concerned, a, a fairly concerted effort to keep a steady flow of papers saying, oh, it's zoonotic origin, yeah. and make sure that very little got published saying the opposite. And they also didn't, that side of the equation, they were always saying the Chinese have behaved so well, the Chinese, and I talk to people, I might say Chinese, I'm talking about the Chinese government. Let's be clear about that. Not China. Chinese yeah, okay, okay. government, not all the people of China. no. And the Chinese government didn't behave well and didn't um, share everything. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the largest database of, that's pertinent to coronavirus is that it contains virtually all the information that we have and in that the world. And was, that was in Wuhan. At the Wuhan Institute. Yeah. And um, every scientist I've ever spoken to said, God, I wish we could get access to that database. And this it's was an there, internet. It? It's still there, but they took it down in September yeah. 2019, September Okay, months before, before. Yeah. And and when we asked, I mean, they wouldn't talk to us directly, obviously. Uh, they said, oh, well, we had to take it down because people were hacking it. Bollocks. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a tosh. They just took it down and no one has any access. But, right. But people on the on the natural origin, everything, we, we must cooperate with the yeah, church. They yeah. never yeah. mention these things. They never mention the fact that... Some of the best work which pointed out two things in particular. Yeah. That there was no evidence of COVID-19 in the animals in the wet market and that the Wuhan Institute was just up the road. Yeah. And how early the cases were. They were Chinese researchers in Wuhan yeah, who were doing this work. And their work was suppressed and not reported. There were the two scientists that did that research in yeah. Wuhan at the market uh, yeah let me I've, I've got a copy of their paper um, zhao and zhao and i let me apologize already i don't know how to Accepted. pronounce the, these names but Batao zhao and lei zhao yeah apologies to both of you i'm sorry and their paper was february 6th it was uploaded february yeah. 6th that's really really early uh, possible origins of 2019 ncov coronavirus they're working in wuhan right and
1: sorry i'm just before you read it what was the date of the lancet
0: uh last just, th- just to get a Hold kind on. of
1: idea of the timeline and so this,
0: this report came out february 18th so this comes just before it yeah, yeah. now i'm what? just i'm just a bloke in scarborough yeah i was paying attention i got that paper yeah on the day it came out. Yeah. So I'm guessing the Lancet that would have the Lancet that. and the Wellcome <laughs> Institute th- they would have known if if a bloke in Scarborough who's just interested and well, at that point I'm not making if, a film I'm if just interested. are talking
1: about conspiracy theories. That's kind of exactly what they're trying to rebuff, isn't it?
0: Okay, well yeah, that's the other thing is if there has been a conspiracy, yeah. It's been <laughs> it's been on the side of the Chinese government and the upper echelons of the Western scientific establishment, have been if there's been a con, any conspiracy, it's been there. And, and any money that's been put yeah, yeah, into look, the Look This is what they say at the end of this. This is Zhao and Zhao. Yeah, They say, sorry, mate. in summary, somebody was entangled with the evolution of 219-nCoV coronavirus, in addition to signs of natural combination and intermediate host killer coronavirus probably originated from the laboratory in Wuhan
1: just up the road from the market. Yeah. But they, and
0: and, I, I, and they, they, there's a map. They have a map where <laughs> it says, says Hunan Seafood Market. And then it's a little thing, and the, the Wuhan Centre for Disease Control and Prevention, the Wuhan can CDC I, and the Wuhan,
1: it's all there. Can I grab that for Instagram? Yeah, you can. I hope so.
0: Um, and th- for a long while, those two authors, their yeah. um, biogs on... The main database yeah. of scientists—they just disappeared. Now I think, I think they're back. I think one well, of the them is washing back. dishes somewhere. No, one of them no. still working in in China, and the other one I think may have emigrated to America. All right, but Be they did—they did, to... they did yeah. just disappear. Because at the time I was trying to contact them, and it was impossible. There was no way. Th- these are solid, good scientists yeah. on the ground doing the work. Why wasn't that? Yeah. Why didn't that figure into things? Come on then, ch- Channel Four. What else was missed out? Okay. Um, there was um, at the beginning, a Chinese government were trying to find out what was going on. Who who was? Yeah. And we know now that the the numbers of cases and the earliest cases that were reported by the Chinese government to the WHO, and the WHO then made public, yeah. are wrong. Right. They lied. Simple. L-I-E-D. Lied. Um, and we know this for certain now. Um, papers have come up. There was a, a woman called Josephine Ma. She was the China news editor of the South China Morning Post. Yeah, And she was reporting then, looking at – she was Fingers. going getting yeah. the actual figures – She reported the first patient, and this is she's looking at official documents, was November 17th. Oh, okay. Now, nothing was said. This was never passed on. And what people have to know about the WHO is the WHO is not an investigative organization. When a WHO reports something, it only reports what the country of origin tells it. Right. So if the country of origin said black is white, the WHO will report black, black is white. white. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So we know that this is the case. And then one of the people who was in the film, who I worked with, a, a, a really good and clever man called Gilles Ah. Uh, he's He has done fantastic work looking at all these figures because he speaks Chinese. Yeah. Um, and he's confirmed every single one of what Josephine Ma was saying. Yeah. So... We know that the onset, there were official figures for onset of much earlier, and we know that the total number was far higher, uh-huh. and the Chinese officials knew the number was far higher and just reported a lower number. Yeah. We also know that the the official report that the Chinese government finally admitted human, to, human transmission on January 20th. Now, that's really yeah. important because when you know it's, human to human you've got to take That's very very different measures but we know from a, a lancet paper yeah. that one of the first cases which we knew then and this is separate from Josephine Mar, we we didn't know her stuff because yeah. it was it was suppressed but in the, the one of this early lancet paper they said there was the first case on December 1st and that first case other members of the family fell ill and they didn't have a connection to the wet market. The yeah. first case did. Now, that's a that's single case. So you would think, okay, d- do we press the big red alarm button on the single case? When you do, yeah. if it's something as dangerous and highly transmissible human's as yeah. they knew. Right. Because first case, November 17th, yeah, already long dead. Yeah. We now know there were far more deaths than the WHO was told by the government. So the Chinese government knew it was dangerous and it was spreading yeah. and people were dying. So when they get, you know, when the Lancet knows that there's a case, yeah. then you should have said then, look, we're really worried that this may have human-to-human transmission. But they didn't until January the 20th. And between you no, know, between December the 1st and January 20th, when yeah. they finally admit it, never mind November the 17th, Yeah, we know that several hundred thousand people flew out of Wuhan to places around the world, and we also know that several million left to go to other places in China. China so yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. really yeah. serious human cost yeah. to that suppression of the truth. Um, and all of this was left out. Um, and this continued. I can can see your anger. I can see. (laughs) Well, I get angry not just because I don't like being lied to. I particularly don't like being lied to and then having people who are party to that lie condescending to me. Yeah. That really rubs me the wrong way. And it's not just, well, I'm upset because someone lied to me. No, no, no. no, no, What I see, what I really fear and what really animates me is we've got a group of scientists who seem to be happy to be party to at the very least half-truths being told. And they're saying, look, you know, in that, in the, that Lancet letter, they're passing off, the Z, yeah. and, and in the proximal origins, that we, we know now already that it's, it's virtually certain that it's um, a natural origin. And well, and, th- I'd, I'd, and they've already yeah. labelled the opposite as a conspiracy theory. So yeah. they're not saying there's the natural origin about which we're pretty damn sure. Yeah. And there's this other that could be true. The other hypothesis has just been already lumped in as conspiracy theory. So, but okay, um, I'm
1: certainly no expert. But if somebody's going to sort of say we're very sure it's a natural or- origin, yeah. And they say it's from bats, yeah. and then your two guys in Wuhan. Go, no, we've looked through all the bats and there's no proof. Well, there is a, a science lab just up the road. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know how long, a couple of months ago, the news then came out that, okay, it wasn't bats, it, it was raccoon dogs.
0: Okay, yeah, slightly confusing things, but yes, exactly. Okay, I'm good at confusing things. Well, and and I do feel there's been that there are certain elements who are happy for you to be confused. Oh, I mean that's that, that's part of it. Yeah, that the the, the Zhao and Zhao they they didn't look at any bats because what they said is that they interviewed people at the market and the people in the market said there were no bats. Right, okay. <laughs> that's what they say in their paper. Yeah, is we looked at, we we talked about it and they mentioned. Them, oh, okay, right? I thought they. But actually... what they did is they said, look, if the bats had already infected other animals yeah if it had jumped from bats to an intermediary species be, and these are the species that are in this. the market yeah they will be they they tested i think it was 80,000 animals not just from the market but all around to see yeah. if they could find this covid and you'd expect some And kind they didn't of trail. there was one well exactly okay yeah okay you're 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 pointing at the next big thing which right. is the other way of turning this upside down is we spent 2 years with the the um, high priests of of virology, yeah, um, saying, well, what's the proof for this lab hypothesis? Show us the proof. Show us the proof. And we're never going to get a smoking gun. The only smoking gun would be if you had the lab books, yeah, from the Wuhan Institute, or the the, the video. Yeah, and you, they have video in there. You said that you saw a photograph. I on have the a photograph. Top, have a photograph. There's a video camera. They have, so we know that there were. V- it was probably switched off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Precisely. So th- that evidence will never be released. So there'll never be the smoking gun. The only way you can actually yeah. prove that leaked for a lab is if someone said, "Yeah, sorry, it was me." Yeah, it was me. Sorry, I did it. It's not ever going to happen. What you have is an absolute tsunami of what you would call circumstantial evidence. Yeah. It's not the evidence of the of the person watching them. Confused the two petri dishes, and that's how it got out. Yeah, but that massive amount of circumstantial evidence, and it is massive, can be accounted for very nicely. It fits like jigsaw pieces into a puzzle. Yes. of this is it probably leaked from the lab. When you try to fit those puzzle pieces into the natural origin, none of them fit. Yeah, okay. So,
1: so going back to the that uh, the well, would
0: have been uh, if it was. Let's t- yeah. yeah, okay. What what you're getting at is. Basically, the evidence that we don't have okay. for the zoonotic origin. And there was a great um, paper produced by a biologist called Alex Washburn. Um, and he he just lays it out really nicely. It's a great little paper um, saying, look, there's four pieces of evidence which there will have to be yeah. if it had a zoonotic origin. Natural. One, there'd be a geographic trail of infections consistent with animal trade outbreaks. I'm reading from the paper. Yeah, In other words... We know that the original bats were from Yunnan, probably yeah. down at the, the Mojang mine. It's a 1,000 kilometers plus from Wuhan. So if it's a natural origin, either some bat said, okay, I'm going to Wuhan. <laughs> and given that they normally don't fly more than sort of 30, 60 kilometers, this was a long, epi- this was the bat's equivalent of Mao's Long March.
1: Yeah. And this
0: bat said, I am going to go to Wuhan. Or maybe it got on a train. Or something. Maybe it's got a Batmobile. A Batmobile? So, what you have to expect is all along that little trail where Bat A flies 60 kilometers, in fact, some more bats. Those yeah. B- you'd There'd expect. be a
1: trail. That's what I was saying. A trail. Maybe you'd expect okay. a trail.
0: A trail. And not only would be there would be a trail of other animals infected, yeah. but probably a trail where those, every now and again, those. Bats would infect humans or other animals, so, so there'd be deaths. Yeah. Oh. well, maybe not deaths, but there'd be a whole trail. Yeah, All right. so that's what, and there isn't one. Yeah, okay. And the Chinese have looked. Okay, okay. next two evidence of a higher incidence of seropositivity in animal handlers. In other words, people who would be handling this other group of animals that were infected by bats. Yeah, domesticated animals or animals that we have some constant interaction with. The people who interact with them should have in their blood markers which show that their immune system has been exposed to this on and off. There isn't any. There's none of that, nothing. Reservoir of animals testing positive with close relatives of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Because the bats aren't giving it directly to us. They can't because the bat version of this virus doesn't Doesn't respond very well with us. And our virus... And this is what Nicholas Petrovsky, who was also in the film, said. Our version binds perfectly with us and doesn't with bats. So So it wasn't a bat yeah. virus which directly infected us. It can't be. Okay. It had to have gotten to some other group of animals where the bat virus started to Beans to change. Right. Those animals were infecting humans backwards and forwards. Yeah. And so the the virus would adapt to humans. Like and eventually say with become, the bear flu. Thank you. Yes. And the Chinese have looked and looked and looked and looked and the Chinese are now saying it didn't come from the wet market and we can't, there is no there is intermediary no. species. George Gao, who is the head of the Chinese CDC, the most senior scientist there, is now. that's what he's saying. So now you... So who's come out with raccoon dog? <laughs> okay, yeah, raccoon dogs. <sighs> I mean, that that was
1: the beginning of this year, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, th- this is the ongoing attempt by this coterie of, of scientists who are, have now so utterly tied themselves yeah. to so, the natural so that... origin that if it ever goes down, they go down with it. Ooh. So they're never going to change. Oh, All right. the, the, we've got to this situation now.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So it's like The Lancet uh, so well, printing, be... printing an apology on page 15. and yeah. It's not going to cut it's it not not now, gonna happen. so they'd have to go. Okay. So Horton would have to go. Farrell would have to go. Dash would have to go. Um, mm. Probably, yeah. Anderson would have to go. The, 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 they would be sunk. Okay. Well, uh, so tell us about so the raccoon, raccoon dogs, dogs. Right. What? Raccoon dogs is just the latest. So uh, I can't remember. It's a few weeks ago now. The story suddenly broke um, that this is the official story. That um, a posting came up on one of the international databases showing. Um, Some work by Chinese scientists showing that they had looked at raccoon dogs and found in the raccoon dogs lots of COVID. Um, Right, uh, and so this was here. Here we go. We finally found them. This it must be raccoon dogs. Yeah, not really saying yeah, and we found ten thousand of them because this is the thing. You can't find it in one animal. It has to be a whole population of those animals that is that is maintaining this this infection. this infection yeah and allowing it to jump backwards and forwards and so yeah but nevertheless and the story is a french scientist happened to be online because she, as she said i have a very bad work-life balance and i happened to be online at that moment i saw it and she then writes up what she saw and then it's taken down again it's disappeared off the international database but nevertheless don't worry france debar has got it and she's She writes this, you know, yes, we've now found it. And almost immediately, the usual suspects in the mainstream media, I think, I'm not going to say exactly who it was. Because I'm pretty gobsmacked. Right. Well, yeah, and you should be because... And and it was reported in most of the mainstream press. I'm pretty sure The Guardian said it and I think The Atlantic said it. And suddenly it was finally we proved we, it yeah and the the lab leak conspiracy theory is dead and they can go away yeah um and everyone went oh God really wow isn't it amazing that that she Science that, always she, gets she, that. she was just happened to be online <laughs> at that moment um now Florence debar is one of the group of people who are absolutely convinced it had a natural origin yeah and she's one of the group that the lazy people um, mainstream press always talk to. Yeah, in France, she is the person they talk to. I've got a list of more than fifty yeah. articles in the French press. Oh, uh, from her, she's, she's always the one. She's they go the go voice to. in France. And of and so uh, uh, this is the side issue of when it keeps being said. The scientific consensus is there is the no scientific one. consensus. Right. There's a small group: such as Florence in Germany, Drosten here, Ferrar in America, Anderson, everywhere that he'll be allowed to speak. Dashak they are all convinced that's not a scientific consensus. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think... Well, you're I,
1: speaking to a lot of the, the people working on the ground. Yeah. They're all scientists, but they might not have that PR, we're talking well, to the press yeah, and the media. but,
0: you know, one of the people in the film who said, I'm not convinced it's um, yeah. it's a natural origin, and was annoyed like me that the natural origin people had presented it as... We're sure yeah. this is certain, and everyone agrees. Was David Relman. David Relman is a top biologist. He was head of his department, I, yeah. think it, I think it was Stanford. And at the time he was in the film, we didn't label him as this because he asked us not to, right. because he was okay. worried about fallout for his family. But he was one of, if not the chief advisor. To the president's commission that was looking into COVID, you remember yeah. when, yeah, yeah, when he said, "I, I want to have, uh, I've, I've, I've set the intelligence community to uh, that was sort imp- this out." Relman yeah. was the man, yeah, okay, and he agreed to give us a, an interview that I've been talking to him for months, on the understanding that we didn't say, "This is what's going to be in the president's report," yeah, because that would get everybody in trouble and would annoy President <laughs> Biden. Would have gone, oh, no, he spoiled my party. But it was. So, okay, well, so, so people so, on the outside, no. So of, le, le, let me, well, I'll the, yeah. can I finish the, 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 the raccoon thing? So then another scientist called Jesse Bloom, and Jesse Bloom is a very senior scientist. He works in Canada. He's he's tops. Yeah, I think it's Canada, really. Um, and he he looked at the samples and said, you know what, <laughs> there isn't any. What Florence de Barthes said was the case just wasn't. What, the, did,
1: what was he looking at?
0: He was looking at the same... Um, raccoon dog samples
1: that came up and disappeared
0: yeah because he looked at her data R- okay, right okay okay and and basically all you can say is that there's a mixture of raccoon and human but you could say well maybe the raccoons already had COVID-19 and gave it to the humans and this is the evidence that that yeah. passed but not very convincing At the very weakest all you can say is well, there are, it's just as likely the raccoon dogs were getting picking up infection from Human. already infected humans, yeah. and that now does seem like the more like much more likely hypothesis. Yeah. But Florence debar should have known that and, and written and, it, yeah. and and all the people, all of the these secondary outlets who uh, go, oh, well, lab leak's dead. You can't. I can't get past the notion that if. They are science journalists. They know that you don't say that. But and, it's and, and the story they they've
1: been waiting for. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. And uh, it's uh, wrong. Has anyone been sort of trumping your side of the story?
0: What, saying, shouting that it... it yeah. Yeah, very senior people. Um, Richard Ebright um, and yeah, Jesse Bloom and a whole bunch of others. Yeah. And the the... One of the the criticisms that was made of the film, and the lawyer would always make this criticism, which used to rub me the wrong way, but I suppose it's his job. Yeah, he would say, "Why are we talking to these people like Gilles de Manuf? He's a he's a data scientist. Why are we talking to relatively junior scientists? Surely we should be going to these top scientists like Anderson and Yeah, and I, I kept trying to say to him, "Look, the story is that the the people with the most authority." yes to the top levels of science they are the ones claiming they are already certain yeah when they can't be because it's this certainty when you and i use the word certain i'm certain of that what we know we both know we mean is i'm pretty convinced of this yeah but when you use it, in use a scientific, it in a sci- as a yeah, scientist yeah. in a scientific journal you're using it in a technical 100 certain well you know you can get into thing or know, yeah you can talk about you know Five sigma significance. I mean, it's a technical thing. And I can definitely say they could not have been certain at the time that they wrote... So there was no press at all really coming out on that? No, not in the mainstream, because for some reason the mainstream had all decided that to talk about uh, a lab leak was either anti-science or racist. Wasn't the male? Okay, yes, thank you for raising that. You're quite right. And it's, and it's another one of the weird upside-down things of my life <laughs> is that, you know, I'm, I'm, by upbringing and by persuasion, I see the world from more, a, left, a more left-wing position. Yeah. Um, and so growing up, I, I would have looked at The Guardian, as I yeah, said, yeah. and I read it through gritted um, teeth. But the two outlets in this country... Yeah. Who through the whole thing said, we don't know. It could be natural origin, it could be lab. Yeah. 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 R- reporting as they should were th- the the male, yeah. Ian Birrell, who has done a fantastic job. And I've spoken to Ian. I don't know, you know, I think our politics would probably be quite different. But he's 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 absolutely done what should have been done. Yeah. And his his byline through the whole thing has been exemplary. And then Matt Ridley at the Tory Graph, <laughs> and, Matt and, and Matt, I know Matt, and Matt would probably, if you reminded Matt who I was, he'd go, oh, that tosser. <laughs> we don't get on, and we've, we've clashed in the past. Yeah, But that's by the by. During this whole thing, he's written a series of really great articles and then co-authored the book with uh, Alina Chan, who's been a stalwart. Right. okay, yeah, yeah. But the progressive press, the press like the Guardian, who position themselves and pontificators, we're the guardians of truth and the right way of thinking about yes, the world, yeah, yeah. have been appalling. Yeah, absolutely appalling. They have basically been the Pravda of mm. COVID reporting. Yeah, there's just been a party line, and they've stuck to it. And it's been shoddy. Doesn't begin to to get to it. I'm just getting carried away again. Sorry. <laughs> sorry but you know the the fact that it continues on and there is no scientific consensus yeah what you have is a small group of scientists Florence Dubard, Rosten farah anderson dashek and you know a whole bunch of others and they've nearly all got very very good reasons for wanting a natural origin yeah their entire um professional life yeah is tied to that now um and they're claiming that they speak for the whole of science yeah. and, and are not. actively saying, and, and if you take a different view from the one that we are pushing, yeah. you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And they're, they're not. Yeah. And there's something very, very wrong when science on this really important Level. topic yeah, yeah. starts to be governed by seniority and authority and not proof.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it... Please leave a review
0: and if you'd like to leave a comment which would be great we've set up a hyperland substack so go to substack look up hyperland leave us a comment we'd love to know what you think and if you've got ideas that we should cover that would be great too that's a lot. brilliant
1: thank you